Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. My own personal experience with ghosts has been kind of limited. I will just give you a... This is pretty much all that I think I've... My real experience, other than superficial things on the side. When, when I first met T, I went to her apartment, and I was just exhausted. I was working really hard. And I laid down on the couch and passed out. I woke up sometime there, kind of groggy, looked up, and there was an elderly lady looking at me and smiling. She seemed nice. And I was like, wow, you know, when you're tired, so tired, you don't even acknowledge, just went back to sleep. Yeah. And I, when I woke up a couple hours later, I was like, so who was, who was the lady that was here? And she's like, there was no one here. And I go, yeah. I started describing her, and she said, that that's my grandmother just described. And she had passed. So she seemed like maybe she was checking me out to see, ah! is, this, is this guy someone I should let oh my in? God. And but she seemed really pleasant, I, and I, I think she approved of me. It seemed like, and uh, that's that's my best guess. So that was that's all I really had. Thank goodness. I don't. I don't. Let me just say right now, I don't need any ghost experiences. All right. I don't. I don't need that. I'm not. Well, it's kind of scary when Grandma's checking you out. Right. Yeah. Luckily, she was doing it nice. You know, she wasn't looking at me like <laughs> I'll, I'll dance on your bones and that stuff. <laughs> so that was for me. But now this this other story I was involved with, but this is T's experience because I I didn't hear it. First, let me say at least a little backstory. Didn't I didn't uh, radio was going pretty poorly, so I I didn't have a job for about eight months. But I didn't didn't squander that time. We made a really cool fort in the bamboo, the mom and dad's house. <laughs> and here's one of the things I learned. Just if you think about doing that first, the first half I did with a machete, and you could do it, but it's very physically intensive, and you leave a lot of flesh in the game. But if you get a pair of pruning shears. It simplifies the whole thing. You're just cutting them off. You're not hacking. So there, there's my tip to you. So we made, it was a cool fort. It was, the bamboo was about a half an acre, just thick bamboo. So we made a tunnel going in, made a little round area. Even put a thing for a hammock. We put stakes in the ground, put a tarp over it. Got a bunch of milk crates so it was off the ground because it was in bamboo. We didn't want our bed on the ground. We don't want a centipede to crawl up your Knows. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so we, we had a bed that was off the ground, a table, and lanterns, and a hammock, and all kinds of cool stuff. But at night, it was pretty creepy. We had lanterns and stuff. I shouldn't mention that this is back during my professional drinking days, all right? All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing better to do when you're sitting, sitting inside of a bamboo oh, fort in the middle of the night uh, than do some hardcore partying. So he and I partied pretty hard. And I finally passed out at about 2 o'clock. It's pitch black. And I'm comfortable, and you can hear all the insects. And stuff. I got a bad feeling about this. I just this. drift off. I drift off. <laughs> oh. Sometime in the middle of the night, she comes back. And, and she's kind of panicked. She's waking me up. And I'm like, what? I went to sleep hammered, so I'm already, and I'm tired. Like, what? She said, I heard something. And I'm like, kind of awake. Was, did it sound like a coyote? or something? No, it sounded like a little girl. What? I think it was a ghost. Oh! So, so I said... All right, I'm going back to sleep. But see, and it's not—it's really not very cool of me. But I thought he's hearing a little girl's ghost. She can deal with herself. She comes back about 20 minutes later. Now she's really scared. You gotta—you gotta—you gotta get up. You gotta get up. And I'm like, I'm not getting up. <laughs> I, just, I don't remember what I said, but I wasn't getting up. So then I, I passed back out, and that's what I remember: her trying to wake me up twice. I get up the next day when the sun's shining in through the bamboo. Like, oh man, there's no tea there. She is. She has not spent the night there. And I'm she looking, got up she and got went up. to the house. I'm like, oh man! And my mom and dad's house <laughs> is about 200 yards away, and I thought she probably walked up there. She's probably having breakfast with my mom and dad. I see my phone ringing, and I look at it, and it's the number from our apartment. So I know <laughs> she ain't at my mom and dad's. She's at the apartment. Yeah. I'm like looking at it. You know, and should I, should I answer this? Should I answer this? 
I pick it up and she just lets me have it. What's wrong with you? Why would you? And she tells me this story. Apparently, after she went down into the pond, you had to walk down a ways. It's completely dark, kind of foggy, very, very creepy. She's walking around and she hears, she never, it wasn't a word, there was no one speaking, but there was a vocalization of someone going, but it was off in the distance. She shined the light, can't see the fog. She tries to wake me up that time. No, she can't do it. So she goes back down. Why? I don't know. If you hear a ghost, stay out of that area. But she goes back down because maybe she's brave and a little foolish. <laughs> and then she's walking around. And she hears, mm-hmm, and it's a lot closer. And that's when she goes back up and says, it's coming. There's something here. It's coming closer. And I went, whatever I said, I don't remember, but it probably wasn't positive. I'll go back. It probably was not Absolutely. positive. Leave me the hell alone. Yeah. Let, let, let the ghost have you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, that's when she decides she's going to go to my mom and dad's house, which is about 200 yards away. Yeah. And there's an incline she needs to walk up about 10 feet. She gets to the bottom of that incline. She's about ready to start walking up. She takes her first step, and she hears, mm-hmm, right behind her. Right behind right. She turns around. There's, there's nothing there. <laughs> Loses her mind. <laughs> Whatever she was carrying, she throws. She runs all the way. And she just gets in the car and drives home. And apparently really fast, very scared, 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> and when she gets home, this is the part that's the most amazing to me. Not that there was a ghost or that she came had a ghost encounter. She gets home. And I had set the machete on top of the car when we got out and forgot about it. She drove home all the way home, six miles, turns, banks, all kinds of stuff. That Still machete, had the machete. I don't know if the ghost was laying on top of the car holding it down. <laughs> I don't know how that could possibly have stayed on. Now, you lost pie on the way to work the other okay, day. That yeah. I understand. Yeah. Um, so now I'm the jerk, though. I'm the jerk because I, I left it with Absolutely, with the ghost. you're the jerk. So now, if you ever mention that, if you mention ghost around T, she will. I can guarantee you, bring up how I left her there. Uh, wait a minute. She left me there. She, I, she thought there was a ghost. You left me there sleeping in the bamboo? I, I, something terrible could have happened to me. T, if you're listening, darling, I would like to hear the true story about this. Because <laughs> I, I know sometimes he uh, embellishes. She hasn't stuff. called in a while. We should, no. We should get her to call back. She's hurt my feelings, honestly. <laughs> she has not. Yeah. Okay. She's... I'll tell her that. I'll tell her. <laughs> Max was crying because something you did. <laughs> right, let's take it. No, I don't tell her that. Our final 10 o'clock break. <laughs> when we come back, 